Showed them you never know. Today's episode is brought to you by OnlySteves.com. OnlySteves.com is the only place to get exclusive content from Mike, like the YNK Podcast Plus, where we release two exclusive episodes every month. Or Music Premium, where Mike releases two never-heard-before exclusive songs every month. So head on over to OnlySteves.com today and check it out. <clears throat> hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, 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 how are you? Hey, how are you? Yes, uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Um, good. Oh, you know who I talked to the other day? Who's that? See if you remember him. We were at a, it was about a month ago. We were at the Chugbutt event in Scottsdale at the Hot Chick. And a fan, this guy who's like tall, skinny dude, long hair, mm-hmm. he came up to you and he gave you a, a gift. Yep. He gave you a bag which contained weed, mushrooms, and Viagra. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that guy? I do remember. <laughs> I remember him. I remember I talked to them for a while. I remember the gift vaguely. I can't say I partook in it. <laughs> well, he, he asked me specifically. He's like, did anyone take the Viagra? And I was like, I didn't take it. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, when we were moving out of the house, uh, when we were moving out of the Arizona house, Versace came across it. He's like, what is this? I was like, oh, I remembered. But it, it unfortunately didn't make it into anyone's system. So, Yeah, that's a shame. Um, and while we were talking about it, I mean, you probably know this because I've said it. I've never taken a dick pill before in my entire life. Mm. Yeah, I mean... You're a horny guy. I'm already a horny. I'm I'm afraid, honestly. I'm frankly, I'm I'm terrified. I feel what like it might to be me. like a system overload, like you know, what <laughs> I mean, just giggity, 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 just giggity yourself right into some bad situation. <laughs> You'll just see me turn into like some form of like Quagmire and the Hulk formed into one. Yeah, just rampaging. Just the streets, never leave your house. Fucking jerking off all off through everywhere. the streets. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. You know, it's more for the laid back guys. What's the uh? I mean, you don't have to disclose this if you don't want to, but if you have taken it. What like what besides the obvious of getting like a rock hard boner for a long time? <laughs> what like what are the side effects? What happens to you? Uh, I've heard different things. Like you get like a hot head. No, that's like that's like yeah. We'll keep his name out of it, but that's the gas station stuff. <laughs> the guys are like fucked up, and they're like oh, they're about to go hang out with a girl. Those rhinos? Not sure. Yeah, the, those rhinos like at the. I'm, I don't partake in that. <laughs> that's where you'll like get those kind of things. But hey, you know. Um, <laughs> It's it's pretty it's pretty like straightforward. It's what you think it is. I, I I've never like you know the times I've the times I've used it. It feels like it's a fucking just an awesome experience. <laughs> I got nothing to say negatively I had an awesome about time. it. <laughs> yeah, like I, you never find that like you're like you're just hard for times you don't want to be hard. No, no, it's like it only like is I don't active. Think that's how it works. From what I understand, uh, you know, from what I understand, it's like if the arousal is going to happen if something's happening that's going to create blood flow to your to that's really what it is blood flow yeah um then it just like it clears that it clears any blockage to that you know what i mean interesting and there's like a lot of different reasons i guess i mean i don't really have the issue it's all it's more so you know the volume yeah if you're (laughs) like the volume you're like 20 bud lights deep and you took like 14 yeah. shots you probably you might need a little help yeah, you know, yeah. a little assistance it's i the get the volume that. on both yeah. both sides of the spectrum I've, just... I've had a little whiskey dick i've had some whiskey dick yeah yeah that's part it of happens, man. It happens to the best of us part of being an adult man <laughs> and you just last forever yeah poor girl i feel bad for the girl <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get there <laughs> i just feel i'm bad. gonna get there i'm gonna get there i just feel bad like she's trying to root get her water you. she's trying to root you on but really it's just making you like more in your head yeah yeah she's like yeah come on finish and you're like i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> you just be quiet. Just shut, shut, shut your mouth. It's like when the whole like when the home team quiets down when they're shooting a free throw. They're not trying to distract. <laughs> That's what you need in that situation. Yeah, girls can't, girls can't pick up with a hint. They try actually, to, be- to be honest, I like I'm a you know I like being rooted on. It, it gets you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like I don't know. I feel like there's been times where I've reached where I've reached the promised <laughs> land solely because of that that little boost. Yeah, I just feel like it's like dis disingenuous. I feel like they're doing it just because well, like depends, they're yeah. just like, come on, hurry this yeah, up. You yeah, know, yeah. like 
We're like 40 minutes in, like I'm getting. Hey, who knows if that's just an illusion (laughs) in your head? I probably is. No, probably 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You know what's interesting about sex, though? Like, I've had a lot of meaningless sex in my lifetime. You know what I mean? And I don't say meaningless in like a negative way necessarily. As I've grown, you know, I'm like going through a lot mentally, spiritually on this side of things. You can attest to it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not nearly as as. You know, I was just ingrained to grow up and like that was what was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just to give people perspective. I mean, we've been here for like two weeks now. Essentially, no girls have been here. You yeah. haven't had a girl here. Yeah. You yeah. haven't hung out with a girl since we've been here. Yeah, I don't have girls around. It's been a long time. People probably bro. expect you. You have like a nice house. You got the pool in the back. You got this beautiful view. You, you Like people expect probably like you're doing the rock star thing. Well, and, that's what we did for a long time, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and, and, it, and I, I personally feel like it, when we started traveling, like that's what was happening. Like we're on all these new houses, new places, new people, new place, new bars, new fun, you know, it's fun. And I actually like, I went to a meditation retreat and kind of had an awakening on this. I spent the whole day in meditation and I had like this crazy dialogue with one of the women that leads so spiritual, like the most calm lady I ever spoke to. We just talked about myself and like, you know, I do feel like, I do feel like I've done a lot, of good, you know, made a lot of the right steps in the right direction in regards to just being like master of self a little bit and mm-hmm. like not really a slave to my habits or my programming and yeah and and debunking a lot of that stuff. But women, you know, like, and I'm not even the guy. Like, when's the last time you see me like chase a girl? Like, never. No, you know? and then like to play devil's advocate, you don't necessarily have to chase women. Yeah, yeah. But so, but like, I one thing like that you do, in which I respect, and like I try to do the same, is, and I think it probably clicked for me three, four, five years ago, where, like, I, I, I can no longer just like waste time hanging out with a girl I don't like fuck with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to like, like you said, slave to your habits, just to eventually have sex, just to eventually have like that fucking what four second orgasm that guys mm-hmm. have where it's like, all right, I just wasted like four hours hanging out with this girl. I don't even like absolutely for four seconds of gratification. Absolutely. And like, I'm sure egos involved. I'm sure habits are involved. In the Bible, many people experienced name changes and those name changes were very pivotal moments in their lives. You have transformed through your time here. And you need to have a new name that represents that transformation. I'm excited for all the journeys you'll go on from here. And I trust that you will impact many people's lives in the process. I'm honored to have known you. For now, your name is Steve. OnlySteves.com and this this parlays nicely into Steve's book club. Yeah. Well, you just brought it up. Like, so, so the way habits, the science of the way habits work is, it's a four step thing, and it's an infinite loop. Yes. And it's cue, craving, response, reward. Yeah. So this is a topic habits. I I just uh I just read this chapter today actually. Yeah. I listened to the audiobook this chapter today. Yeah, and 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 habits like understanding the science of habits can you know it, it like makes it easy to understand why good habits are hard to form and why bad habits are hard to break. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know you you just kind of reminded me with that with that. But in regards to what I was saying about like sex, like I don't know, I just I just feel like it was something that I I used as a um. Just like a crutch, like as a man. Like, this is what men do. You yeah. got the nice house. Yeah. You got the view. Oh, let's get some girls over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and there's no harm to it, you know, if, like at the, all the power to you. You know what I mean? If that's, if that's how you're feeling intuitively and that's what you want. But for me, I started to feel like, I started to feel like it was more of a crutch. And it was even my experience. And this is what I was getting at, like with sex, like, I realized that I wasn't really even present as present as I wanted to be, you know, what, what sex is really about is like, you're on a connection with somebody so powerful that you want to become intimate. Yep. You know what I mean? And you, you want to, you want to share that with that person. And and I had an awakening. I was just like, that's not even what sex is to me. It's literally just like a craving. Yeah. Fucking give me the dog treat. Rattle off the dog gonna, nut and then you're out. And I'm yeah. gonna fucking run around the yard. I just dude. said to rattle off the dog nut. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> rattle off the nut and then you're out of there. Yeah. It's the, 
you know and, and <laughs> that's not like who i want to be really you know like yeah i obviously i'm coming from a place of experience well yeah well so another thing this book talks about is how habits are formed mm -hmm. and uh and like you know it comes to programming of our past and if you look at us on tour in the past you know we're on the road for a month or two at a time and every night it, it is kind of that right like yeah, you, you hang out, you party, you drink, you you hang out with a girl or two or three or four. You have <laughs> you have sex with him. You wake up the next day, you do it again, and that's kind of what sex programs in your head. You yeah, know? I mean, we have a we have a really skewed version of right. And I just I'm like realizing I'm realizing that over time, mm -hmm. and, and um, you know, it's just if I really take inventory of myself, fast forward like or rewind back to 2018, like. You guys were still running wild on that last tour, doing whatever. Yeah. You know, like doing the same thing. And, mm -hmm. and I I already felt it then. You know, like I just felt a shift where I was like, this isn't even enjoyable for me. Well, who am I doing this for? Yeah. If I'm not enjoying it like that. And I don't have that like giddy, like, you know, that's what sex is about. Like it's like yeah. a shared experience with someone that you're excited for. You're, you know what I mean? You shouldn't need a dick pill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, it's like, it's like a lot of those feelings started to come to surface. And then, you know, I realized this year, like as we're traveling, I'm kind of just doing what you're supposed to be doing as the guy, you know, like air quotations for people listening, like just like what you're supposed to do. You're in a new place, nice house. You got free time, make music, cool, go out, have fun. Girls come back, like, you know, and it's just not necessarily who I want to be anymore. You know, it really isn't. And I, I've actually... I mean, we could use this platform to say it. I'm like, I'm in a relationship with somebody. It's a long distance relationship. Yep. Which, don't even ask me how I landed in a long distance relationship. It feels like it's something that happens when you're in like high school and college. Yeah. But, you know, it's a girl who's barely in the States and, you know, has a lot of other things going on in her life. And, but we have a crazy connection. And it's like, it's been a call to like almost my higher self to be like, no, no, break the habits. You don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. be who you want to be. Be who you say you want to be, you know? Yeah. And that's what this Atomic Habits book is like. I've you know when you pick up a book and it feels like it's fucking preaching directly to you? Yeah. Like, this is how I feel. This is how I feel a lot, you know? And, and it talks about the difference between goal, you know, goal-oriented um, changes. Yeah. Like, you want, I want the fucking car, so I'm going to get the car, you yeah. know? Or, you know, identity-based changes where, right. you know, you change who you are. Yep. And then acting in alignment with it is easy. It's yep. not going on a diet. It's, no, I eat healthy. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? So, like, yeah, a good example with, with health or, or dieting would be like, I want to I wanna weigh 175 pounds. That's yeah. a goal. But what you should be doing is changing your identity to say, I am a healthy person. And yeah. then you say this all the time. What would a healthy person do? Right. With every little micro decision that you make. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really there's a really cool little page, few pages. I mean, this whole thing I could talk about this whole yeah. fucking. Yeah, and book. basically the issue with goals, what he says, uh, James Clear is that the name of the author? Yeah, he says that the issue with goals is it's it links your goals with satisfaction, and if you don't reach them, you're not satisfied. And when and, you do, and, and when you reach them, you you get that little bit of satisfaction, and then, and then it's like what's, what's next? No yeah. craving. Um, the more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. Mm -hmm. In fact, the word identity was originally derived from the Latin word ascentitas, which means being, and identitem, which means repeatedly. Your identity is literally literally your repeated beingness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I fucking wake up, like, I have problems, you know, I have a lot of things in my life that I, I talk about changing and I don't necessarily change. Yep. And, you know, like, it's literally about, this book has given me peace the way they put it, peace with the minute, small, day-to-day -day tasks that I constantly battle. Being a person who loves spontaneity and the unknown, I constantly battle a, a, a regiment. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've made a lot of successful decisions or creations off the regiment. Yep. Being in free flow of everything. Yeah. You know? And I kind of always had this internal dialogue like, man, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do this every day. like. But what you end up finding is that some of those habits and routines end up fueling that free flow. Exactly. You know, So you need exactly. to do those things in order to gain that. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I should fucking bookmark these pages a little more for these conversations, but there, there, he talks about that exact dialogue where like, no, you you having habits, act, habits, scientific, like they're an answer to a problem. Like mm -hmm. you, your brain, your subconscious brain is essentially 
you know, trying to work out, hey, when I do this, I get this and it becomes automatic. So it's freeing up your conscious brain because your conscious brain is only one thing at a time that can really, it's a bottleneck yep. the brain, you know? Yep. So you have all these habits to clear your conscious brain and subconsciously all the habits come through and they shine through in your life. To give an example, like you see someone like Mark Zuckerberg, he wears the same thing every day Yep. because he has the habit of wearing the same thing every day where now he doesn't have to use his mental capacity to figure out what he wants to wear every day. He can free it up for other things. And that's why you see a lot of successful people wearing the same fucking outfit every day. For, a habit is example. a behavior that has been repeated enough times to become automatic. With practice, the useless mo movements fade away and the useful actions get reinforced. That's a habit forming. Mm -hmm. Your habits are just a series of automatic solutions that solve problems and stresses you face regularly. Yeah. So habits are simply reliably solutions to recurring problems in our environment. Yep. So, you know, creating these habits actually, you know, Here's what they say. Will habits make my life dull? I don't want to pigeonhole myself into a lifestyle I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. Doesn't so much routine take away the spontaneity of life? Yep. That's literally a dialogue I have in my head. Yeah. Hardly. Such questions set up a false dichotomy. They make you think that you have to choose between building habits and attaining freedom. In reality, they complement each other. Yeah. Habits do not restrict freedom. They create it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you have these habits... And you create good habits, and then it actually just having that structure creates freedom. Mm -hmm. It creates liberties to to use your conscious brain to do new things and be creative. Yeah. Um. And I and I totally resonated with that, and it was like an aha moment. Yeah. And and as I go through my day to day now, like I've been on a really strict regimen here. I, I don't leave my room until I've done everything. I used to. Uh. Today I'll do it later. Yeah. Let's you know? talk about some of the things you've been doing that you've been implementing every day. Yeah, so we have, that's another good thing to plug. We have, I'm working on a keep going supplement um, uh, package and it's going to be the highs and the lows, right? Mm -hmm. The highs is a uh, concentration. Um, it's all natural. There's no, there's no additives in it whatsoever. It's an all natural concentration. There's also a pre-workout element to that. Um, and then there's, you know, the lows is a is a wind down recovery for your muscles and mind type thing. It's all natural. We've been working on it for a while. It'll be really cool. Yeah. I'm taking these every day. I'm on a strict, you know, uh, I'm on a strict like diet, paleo diet from, we touched on it in the premium episode, but I'm on a, I went and got my health evaluated and I had, had some issues, real issues. Mm -hmm. um, not, not in a dangerous way, you know, thank God, but you know, things I need to rectify with my diet. And everyone's gut biome is different. Everyone has, you know, so what works for me might ne not necessarily work for, for anyone else, but I went and got everything tested, my entire body tested, and I got some real answers. So, you know, I'm, I'm eating clean every day. I'm taking those supplements. I've also got prescribed a bunch of natural vitamins and minerals from the doctor that I'm taking daily. But before I leave my room, I read for a half hour. I meditate for a half hour. I stretch for a half hour. Um, and, you know don't always work out but i have like a workout area in my room where i can i can work out for about 30 minutes before i go out to the gym or you know i'm talking functional movement stuff for my body just yeah. pertaining to my situation particularly but yeah and then you know i get out i get up have a shake and then i go to the gym and i get some kind of cardio exercise i go for a walk i try to do all that before fucking noon and then you have a whole nutritional aspect of what you're trying to accomplish as well. Right. I'm eating, you know, I'm eating anything. I'm eating natural, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm staying completely away from anything that's processed. Um, I'm staying away from carbohydrates, uh, you know, natural carbohydrates are fine, but I'm just, I'm on a strict diet. So it's, you know, it's lean meats, fish, chicken and, and greens and, and veggies, you know? So um, it's been I feel really fucking good, you know? I really do. I actually feel like I'm more alive. Yeah. You know, I used to feel more alive when I was partying and waking up hungover and do it. Oh, fuck it, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, I think it's, and I could party with the fucking best. I feel like I'm at, probably at my peak party, you know, as far as, like, my longevity. and I've like, seen it, yeah. Yeah, I can just, I'm good. But, like, and my hangovers are not even bad. It's more so mentally how I feel. Like, internally, I'm just like, I don't want to be doing this anymore. You yeah. know, like... And I've made that decision. So it's not to say I'm, I'm the fucking Pope. I'm going to have fun and whatever life comes up, I'm going to have that spontaneity still. But I, I'd, like to, I'd like to lean towards what makes me feel good and makes me feel fulfilled. And that's where I'm at. You know, mm -hmm. I really, it really does get fucking like, 
I get fired up reading these books. Yeah. I get fired up when I've put in five days together. Like, and I, I get, it's, it's another thing they talk about these habits. It's like proving to yourself you are that person you want to be. Once you start proving yourself you are that person you want to be, man, the, the, the power that you start to feel. You know, like yeah. when you start to say, no, fuck this bad habit, I'm actually going to strong arm it and fucking make a new habit. And then you start to do it. And then when you get those urges and those little voices in your head saying, hey, no, just have the steak and cheese. I mean, you, you earned it. You've been eating good, mm -hmm. you know, or let's go get fucked up tonight. Whatever. You know, live a little. Yeah. Like once you once you start hearing those and you fuck, you're able to push those off and you stay and. You get work in, you're up early the next day, doing at it again, creating these one percent, you know, increments of becoming a better person. Mm -hmm. um, you feel really powerful. You feel really powerful. Um, I've read this book just to put it in perspective. I've been reading the first three chapters for a week. Yeah, I, I, I literally today I went to the gym. I rode the bike. I, I just read it from the beginning again because I'm just, I, I feel that connected to what it's saying, and I, I actually really do feel a void in my life of regiment. Mm -hmm. we we are so free-spirited and and so you know we're literally nomads <laughs> mm -hmm. um and it, it's beautiful but it needs to be offset with some regiment and some really great habits and and that's that's what i'm into right yeah now. and it's it's difficult for us because you think about it every time you every time we move uh the whole realm of like uh your whole world changes yeah you know like you don't know where your your next gym is going to be you don't know where you get food from you don't know why which restaurants are around you you don't know like which bad habits are around the corner or what, which good habits are around the corner. Right. And we have to, I feel like we have to like constantly reassess every constantly time we move somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it was comforting coming back to Austin because it's like, all right, I know where the supermarket is. I know what meals I'm going to get every day. I know where the gym is, you know, whereas when you go to somewhere new, it's like, fuck, I don't know where, <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So it has been difficult. And I, I've been like, I, I love the, the examples he gives on here. Mm -hmm. uh, do you remember the one with the, uh, the British cycling team? Yeah. So like, just to put it, uh, just a yep. quick recap, uh, he talks about how the British cycling team at one point in time was like the biggest shit bum cycling program in the entire world. It, uh, they never won anything. They were always finishing last in like the Tour de France, never had won a Tour de France ever. Uh, there were like cycling companies that wouldn't even want the British cycling team to use their bikes because <laughs> they thought it was just a bad read. They were that yeah. bad. And they hired a new guy and it... They, he started making these little changes in the program, not giant changes, just little changes. And he, they, it was little things like changing, like changing the tour bus to have white walls so they can recognize where all the, the specks of dirt is. So when they clean it, they can make the bus as clean as possible. So people get sick less, mm -hmm. uh, little changes like that, tiny, incremental tiny changes little incremental and changes. And, and, and it took, it took some time, you know, it took five years, five to 10 years, but within five to 10 years, they went from being the worst cycling program to the best, the absolute best where they won five, five Tour de France's in six years. And they became the best program just by making these tiny little incremental changes. Mm -hmm. I, I fucking love that, that little story. Since the dawn of time, men have always loved to chug beer. In the old times of Bavaria, the men of Germany would spend their Oktoberfest drinking out of a festive beer stein. In the 1980s, fraternity brothers all over America spent their Greek week pounding beer out of a funnel. And for the last four decades, the world went silent. Then came the Chug Bud, the new revolutionary way to chug a beer. With the combination of a beer bong and a shotgun, this drinking device is scientifically proven to help you chug your beer quickly and easily. Oh, and did I mention it fits in your pocket? Go to ChugBuds.com and use promo code YNK69 to get 10% off your entire order. That's ChugBuds, C-H-U-G-B-U-D-S.com and promo code YNK69 to get 10% off your entire order. ChugBud, your beard just got a new best friend. This, that's kind of what this thing, like on an atom level habits, right? Like yep. That's what atomic means, like... You know, all, all the think about all the atoms that make up one single molecule. Like, mm -hmm. it's these tiny changes that you string together um, that can really create monumental change. This was a cool quote. It says, "Improving by one percent isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run." It's so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Yeah. 
And it's just, it really does, like, I, I keep that at the forefront of my mind when I'm like, I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't necessarily feel like I'm strong or, you know, like, I, I, I'm comparing myself like, ah, I used to be way more energetic and, like, want to be, you know, and it's just like, dude, you put it fucking together for a few months. Don't give up, you know, don't give yeah. up. You know, they talk about this a lot. I was trying to find it, but, like, there's that, fa that, that phase of when you create a new habit where you actually digress. Yeah. Like, like it goes down before it swoops up. It's called the plateau, something plateau. Yeah. Where the hell is it? Yeah. I don't know. But that that is that's a huge thing. I, I feel like I've I feel like I've experienced so much. I'll do 25, 30 days, great, and and like I don't see huge improvements. I'm like fuck it, you know. Like, and you let those bad habits creep right back into your life. And the notion is like, look. You got to take a million, you know, how many steps to get up a mountain? Like you can't get, uh, can't get up to the top. You got to take it step by step. But once you get to the top, it's just so incredibly rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, these are all just great things to keep, to keep somewhere in your mind. It's not like it needs to be your driving force for every decision in life. I'm not trying to come off like that either. Yeah. You know, spontaneity and living in the moment, like we're talking about living in the now. But I do feel like these are actual tools that actually make you live in the now more efficiently, mm -hmm. you know, and be your best self in the now, in the present, you know? Speaking of that uh, plateau you were talking about, he gave another really awesome example about how if you put an ice cube, you know, somewhere yep. like in, a, in, a free, in a freezing room that's like 30 degrees or 28 degrees, whatever, and then you, you start to raise the temperature in the room, 28 degrees, 29 degrees, 30 degrees, this, it's still going to stay frozen. You know, it's never going to melt. It's but, great fucking... But when you hit 33 degrees, 34 degrees, the ice cube starts to melt. So, like, the the point he was trying to make is that those first steps, like it could be a lot of initial steps where you see absolutely nothing. You mm -hmm. see absolutely no progress until you finally hit that breaking point where the ice starts to melt. And then... It, but the point is just being patient. And I think that's just a... with. With today, like society and, and especially younger people, like the immediate gratification mm -hmm. that people get with things. With everything. Everyone wants something so instantly, you know? So I think this book now more than ever is so important. Yeah, it really is. And there, and there's like as much as there's all this positivity surrounding habits and understanding it, like it works in the other way too. Like all aspects of the habit, habit formation is a double-edged sword. When working against you, the identity can identity change can be a curse. Once you've once you have adopted an identity, it can be easy to let your allegiance to it impact your ability to change. And they give these examples like, "Oh, I'm terrible with directions. I'm not a morning person. Like, yeah. I'm bad at remembering people's names." Yep. You identify with that person. It's very hard to yeah. implement. A Good new example. Habit to change like it. Kanye always saying he's the fucking greatest. Like yeah. that documentary. There's an awesome clip where he's in the studio and he's not even like anything yet. And he's just like talking his shit. He's like, I'm the fucking greatest in the world. And they're like, and like, there's people in there like, dude, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no one knows even, even no one even knows who you are. Mm -hmm. And he literally programmed Illusional himself optimism. to think he's the fucking greatest. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's, and then look what happened. It's just you know? so fucking true. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if you necessarily need to be screaming it in front of people. That no, that's a, circles, it, it becomes obnoxious. But even even uh even Charlie, for example, where like you know, he calls it blind optimism. Yeah. Blind optimism. It's delusional. Optimism. Delusional optimism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, this, the, more, the more you say it, the more you start to believe it. This whole, this whole thing, this whole thing about behavior change and identity change is is like my favorite part. I think we can end it on that in regards to this book. Just like there's something really, really fucking powerful about understanding that it's not about what you want; it's about who who you want to be, who you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. True behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, but the only reason you'll stick with one is that it becomes part of your identity. And that's so fucking true. Mm -hmm. It really is. You have to change who you are. Um, what do you want? And then who are the type of people that get that? Yeah. And how do they act? That's why that, that's why, uh, fuck, the Think and Grow Rich is such an amazing book. Because mm -hmm. it's not telling you how to become rich. It's telling you a bunch of people who are rich and what they do this, to get there. And this is who they are. And this yeah. is who they are, yeah. you know? And that's why this podcast is great. Like you have, we have all these people on these guests and they, yeah. they tell it, they, you can learn from them because mm -hmm. they tell you how they got there. Yeah. They absolutely. told you their obstacles. They told you what they did to, to get over it. Or they told you what they did to, you know, reach the big leagues or whatever it is, or to make a bunch of money. And, uh, 
like you said, the the goal is to become like them, not to strive for the exact same thing. Yeah, it's not about the goal because once mm -hmm. again, once you get the goal, our human habits, our human, our human infinite loop of cue, craving, response, reward. You know, mm -hmm. like you're you're on. If the goal is a temporary change, when you change yourself, that's permanent. You know. Yeah. The uh, speaking of goals, you you said something. It was on your Twitter recently. You said my goal is to be interested, not interesting. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, it means I want to be more interested than interesting. Means like it's really about listening. Mm -hmm. Like when I talk about, you know, I've talked about it on this. Just like the compassion for for everyone, you know, and I feel like it comes with experiencing your own pain, whatever that may be. Some people go through pain for no real not cause and effect they just endure pain mm -hmm. and and have you know whatever levels of dealing with it or how however hard it was to get through it or if they're still going through it and that compassion just like really translates into like you know we have two ears we have two ears for like we got two ears and one mouth like i, I want to i i'm interested in other people i want to be interested in life i want to be interested i want to be what we got here john that's a that's like a that's like a fighter jet Sounds like a fighter jet. Look at the size of that thing. It might be a cargo plane or something. Sheesh. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, just curiosity. Um, and and I, I fucking hate being a, like people that come off like being know-it-alls or even if you know fucking everything, you think you know everything. Someone has a totally different perspective to give on the same things that you think you know, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it's a goal of mine because... I've kind of feel like I've lived in my own bubble a lot of my life, you know, and, and I know what I know, you know, and I'm, and we do well in it, but there's just so much I don't know. And I, I'm, I'm like genuinely interested in, in, in life itself, humans, you know, like what other people have gone through. And I just, I think, I think you being interested in people has huge dividends. Yeah. You're, you're such being a good listener and a genuine listener, somebody always open it it's kind of goes to that like, you know, open to everything attached to nothing thing where yep. I'm not attached to my my beliefs mm -hmm. at all. I'm open, you know, I want to have, you don't want to be a, a follower by any means, but, you know, rigidly holding on to, I mean, that even goes to the identity conversation. Like a lot of people identify with their beliefs as them. Like, oh no, I'm a Christian. Yeah. I'm a you know, like even or, dude, even sports fans, you talk about it all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, sports fans. Yeah. Are t it's a great example. Yeah, yeah, and and I just, you know, I've, I'm pretty good with that already. But I, I just want to keep shedding the layers of, you know, the any of my beliefs that kind of rigidly define my being. Like, I'm I'm just more interested in being interested and really, and I think I think that creates great dividends for your own personal life people really feel like you're genuinely open to what they're saying. Like you create, you create such quicker. I create, I create really quick friendships like with these guys who come have one conversation and feel like yeah. they've been heard, mm -hmm. you know, or, or just in general, when I'm texting with a lot of these, I text with a lot of athletes a lot, like off, off to the side, just when, when they're in season, they, they kind of hit me. We tap in on like some spiritual shit, you yeah. know? And I just feel like that comes from, being interested you know I'm, I'm interested in helping them or i'm in, interested in what they have to say to help me you know and I, I really do think it's a it's a really great great attribute and characteristic as as a human being to have and you know everyone's so so fascinated with being interesting like think about the world we live in everyone yep. just wants everyone's attention mm -hmm. even if you're not a public figure like everyone can kind of be a public figure like the audience has become you know the yeah. creator half the time so yeah. It's a slippery slope, and I just I just feel like being interested is is more of a focal point for me versus saying, "Hey, look at me, look at me," you know. Yeah, I've used. I mean, I I kind of had a little help with it because I've used kind of art as a way to be interested in people in the sense that, mm -hmm. like, I mean, even as like a filmmaker or a writer or anything, like, you almost like use the world as like a case study. You use Absolutely. like you use like people as a case study. And yeah, for, great... for me, that's like forced me to become so obsessed with like subcultures that I know nothing about, you know, like I, 
like I'm not going to name any names because like you might have some implications, but like people talk about cockfighting and I'm like, I don't, I don't know anything about cockfighting, yeah. you know? And like, I hear stories about cockfighting and like how they do it. And like, in, even in the U S in places you never even think of. Right. And like, there's just these cockfighting rings. And it, these are like some people's whole worlds of just like fighting chickens, you know, not, chi- cocks. not, not chickens, uh, rooster, roosters, I think not chicken. I, I don't know. Chickens are females. I don't think they fight the females. Yeah. Again, know. like I said, I don't know anything about it, but like, that's just one example where it's like, that's a subculture. And like, th- those are some people's entire lives and I don't know anything about it. Mm. And like, you know, as a, as a writer, like how cool would it be to just like spend a whole year learning about cockfighting? And like a lot of the best <laughs> art is created through that. Right. And that's just one example. But at, at the end of the day, it's what gives you perspective mm-hmm. and it, it, it forces you to not form such uh, harsh opinions on things where you start to see different people's point of views and you're no longer thinking like, oh, this is my opinion, this is right. I journaled today. Um, Let me fix your mic. I got you. Technical difficulties. There you go. I, um, yeah. I, so I journaled today and I went back through some of the things. I'm like really, I'm going to create like the best journal of all time. I'm not trying to rush it. I could, it could be done soon, but I just want to, I don't want to. You're talking like a journal that people can actually fill out themselves. Yeah. Like but a like, guided, but a guided, it's guided journal. and yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. really like I'm handpicking all my favorite exercises and prompts and stuff, you yeah. know, and, and just like kind of catering it towards like young adults who are trying to, you know, make a transition into, you know, when you're a kid, you just, anything spiritual, not, not to put blanket statement, but anything spiritual, or like bigger picture stuff about life, you're just not into it as a kid, really. Like you know, it's just like you're 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 still experiencing brand new things in life. Like you just start drinking, you just start. Dating, we also you know? the the good thing about social media is that it actually sheds a light on this now, which we didn't have that as a kid. As does. kids, when we're younger, we didn't like we didn't I was know a huge. Like who do you look like Ken Griffey Jr. Like you don't know like what he's doing. Yeah, you know <laughs> he he's just like there's this. Also, like- there's also there's a spiritual <laughs> awakening happening. Uh, if like it's very present to me on TikTok, I see it. Like there's so many young people who are just like really into this, and like I think the way the world's going at some point, it's it's going to be necessary, and it will it will save a lot of what humanity is struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was saying I journaled and I and I saw something that was really interesting, and it prompted me to to really think about what I was most proud about in my life. Yeah. And what are you most proud of? Um, I really liked my answer. I was really proud of the perspective that I've gained. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just a different person than I used to be. And I, and I, I take great pride in that, honestly, personally. What do you think? What do you think sparked that? Like what started it? What started you to make you start uh, doing um, gaining perspective? Well, I, you know, it was kind of what you were just talking about. It was just like, that's what reminded me. It's just like experience, seeing new things. Yep. Leaving your comfort zone and going after it in life. Mm-hmm. You know, really going after it. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing in any of this, you know. Um, and I, I, I didn't know myself. I really didn't know myself. But I think that's part of this process. Like, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I, I was being who I was and handling what was right in front of me to the best of my ability. And I, I thrived. I did well, you know, in sports and then music. And and um, I'm just very proud of the perspective I've gained at this age. And, you know, I think my work and all my tangible results and successes or whatever um, are a byproduct of me finding my myself. Mm-hmm. Um and and constantly opening my perspective i mean to this day we're in our 30s we're fucking still living free as a bird like yeah and it's ballsy and it's a little weird and it's a little it's a little unearthing sometimes you could feel a little displaced or dissolute you know disassociated from reality or or society sometimes you know but yep um i'm very proud of that i think i think that's what it's all about you know it's it's really about finding your true self and I, i have a long way to go um, I do, you know, I feel like I'm just at, just at the tip of the iceberg with it, but I am proud of that. And, and you, you'd probably look at my life and think a lot of other things were my favorite or my, my most proud achievements. Yep. It's not the fucking platinum songs or any of that shit. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the perspective I've gained and I'm proud of who I'm becoming on a core level. You know, I, I just know where I came from and I know 
how I saw the world and it's, it's totally different now. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this, this uh, podcast is a testament to young people like are starting to think this way. And, um, I mean, that's, I mean, we have an audience who, you know, are starting to think the same way or they already have. Mm -hmm. And, but every now and again, you know, on your Instagram, like I'll, you'll, you'll have a, a clip from one of these podcasts and you'll see the occasional comment like, is this guy serious? He'll be like, oh, he really lost it out there in California. <laughs> like, like what, like what do you have to, do you have any comment for that? I have no comment. I, I actually, yeah. not I that it makes you feel one way or another, but no, like, I see it. it and I, um, oh yeah. Like I have a feeling about it. Yeah. I, I, I see it and I connect with them to be honest. Cause yeah. that's probably what I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. I know, I know I'm not crazy at all. Like I'm, I'm not fucking abusing drugs or doing, sh I'm not off my rocker. You know, that's yeah. kind of what they're thinking. Like, but like, like imagine like 15, 20 years ago, 50 cent had a podcast and he starts talking about stuff like this. You'd yeah. probably hop on and be like, is this guy fucking serious? Yeah. Well, you <laughs> yeah. know, it, it speaks to their ignorance and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just like, I actually feel bad. For, I, I really, truly feel bad for people that don't have any spirituality to them at all or or any, you know, they're just living on such a linear plane, like this low frequency plane of like, I get up, man, I get fucking get grab my coffee, I go work, I come back, I, you know, by the time I have them tired. And like, I don't blame them. It's, every circumstance of their life has has put them in this line of thinking. Yeah. And, and honestly, everyone's been in that line of thinking until they aren't. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, like some people potentially not if they're depending on who their parents are or where they're raised yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 it's so relatable. And, and I don't, I laugh at it. I, I, I'm like, you know, but at the same time, I, there's a slight pity, you know, mm -hmm. I, and I don't, it's not a condescending way. It truly isn't. I'm just like, oh, they haven't, they haven't experienced something that brought them something higher, you know, where, yeah. And some people go their whole lives, so it's not like an age thing. Some people go their whole lives on that plane, and and you know what? Uh, for for good reason half the time, man. Like a lot of people have really tough circumstances, or you know. But I know a lot of people have horrific circumstances, and they shine. They fucking they go higher and higher. Yeah, and look higher. at James Conner. Yeah, they go higher in frequency. Yeah. They go higher in spirituality. Yeah, they don't look for fucking. They don't pity themselves. They don't look for blaming life or blaming God or blaming anything. They just you know and, and that's a beautiful thing you know mm -hmm. um but yeah you know like look no matter what i'm saying there's going to be a crowd of people that you know as you speak to larger audiences it's going to be you're going to you're going to reach people or touch people that maybe it's a sore subject you know maybe it's just like they're having a really hard time fucking feeling connected to anything higher you know, it's not even on their radar. And they're just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? You yeah. Know? And I, honestly, like looking at all, looking back at all this in the podcast, like if, if each episode was just us like bullshitting, like cracking jokes and like talking about music or like, it probably wouldn't last. No, no way. Probably wouldn't have lasted a year. Yeah. You know? I, I wouldn't even want to do it. It yeah. wouldn't be worth my time. Like this, right. I, I, you know, I, from the beginning, I've, this, this feels like, a, a, you know, there's a servitude to this. I, I just feel like because I came from being a guy who who didn't have any of that spirituality or or not even spirituality, just you know, bigger picture thinking and and kind of the idea of evolution, like the micro evolutions. You'll see if you go back to the beginning of when we started the podcast to now, we've we've evolved so much. Yeah, and they're all daily micro, you know, evolutions. And and uh, I mean, dude, the proof is in the pudding for me, a hundred percent. One, I know how I'm feeling. Two, I see what's happened in my life. The things I want, they happen. Yeah. Like, look where we are. Look where, look where it's gone, you know? Mm -hmm. When we started the podcast, we were in Woodbridge. I was feeling a little lost. I was like halfway through the mic. Hadn't even rolled out the mic transition yet. Yeah. Didn't know how, what was going to happen. I was, I was potentially going to sign to a big artist and do all this whole thing. I didn't know what felt right. I didn't know up from down. You know, now I have zero fucking doubt about my path and what we're doing you know mm -hmm. and i credit it a lot to just sticking with you know you talk about the atomic habits like i stuck you know for the most part i've really stuck with the spirituality element of every day you know like yeah. meditating and doing journaling and doing that type of shit and I, I see the proof is also in the pudding by the amount of fucking dude most fan mail i have is thanking us for the podcast mm-hmm Saying, hey man, I've changed the way I look at life. Like, and my favorite ones are the ones that are like, hey, no, no, nothing spectacular has happened. I'm just enjoying my life a lot more, you yeah. know. And I think that's, 
I mean, what better gift to give anyone mm -hmm. is a, is a fresh perspective to enjoy their life. Yeah. And not to say we're doing fucking, we're doing that like God's work or anything. It's just like having an open, honest dialogue. We're coming from a place of fuck, man. We're just figuring it out too. Like, yeah. I'm not a spiritual teacher. It's a reflection of just our own lives. Half the time yeah. I'm just regurgitating what's impacting me for some content. Yeah. You know, like, dude, I've gotten hundreds of messages about the monk who sold his Ferrari. Max Homa texted me last night. Mm -hmm. He's like, this, this book is fucking doing things for me, man. <laughs> it's moving him, you know? So what's up, big guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, so many people reach out and say that and they go out of their way to, to let us know that they appreciate it and, to, and they want, they'd love us to continue. And it's, and we're helping a lot of people. And that's a big part of how, what makes me feel good. That's a big part of what makes me feel good during yeah. my day. I feel like I'm helping people. I'm trying my best to help people, um, whether it's through music, podcasts, what I'm posting, you know, or even just the people I come in contact with my day to day life. Like, I really feel like if I, like back in the day, if someone asked me for something and it was an inconvenience to me, like, and I didn't know them, I'd be like, ah. Yeah. Like now I'm just like, how can I help? You know, like, exactly. And I, I like that about myself. You know, I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want to be the other way. And I, I don't look at it like, oh man, I wasted, wasted my time. I had, I ran into this dude, of course, and he needed to change his tire, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like now I don't really look at the time like that. And I, I feel like it's almost like great work to, to help other people, you know? Right. It feeds my creativity and it feeds my energy for life. Yeah. That's uh nicely put, uh, before we get out of here, you, you're dropping a couple of slaps in the next couple of months. I mean, you, you're the next one's going to, when's the next one coming out? I'm going to drop commas on not this Friday, but next Friday. Yeah. Um, and then up again, um, which will be March 25th. And if you're on Only Steve's, you've already heard these songs for a long time. Yeah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> but also, um, you know, the Only Steve's here, like the demo versions, I'd kind of make, not, I just improve it, make final changes right. and. Um, put the icing on the cake. Put the icing on the cake. We get it mixed. It just sounds cleaner, clearer. Mm -hmm. better fuller you know so um yeah i'm i'm getting ready to go nuts again on music i got tons yeah i'm working a lot and these uh, are i mean if you haven't heard them yet these are two incredible songs yeah great records. really really good songs and they're both very different i think the lows i think the you know we don't know what's coming next whether it's the lows or the in-betweens was just i feel like i'll wait for the answers on it exactly <laughs> but i have a lot of uh i have a ton of music i don't see there will there won't be a time where I'm not I'm dropping a song every three to four weeks until the next album. Yeah. Um. So we're about to start. We've let the highs live. I can't thank them enough for the fucking support. Also, it's about to be the highest season when the car, when you can fucking roll the windows down. Spring days. It's nice. Run that album back because I feel like that 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 record can like kind of get better with time almost. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt when I made it, and I, I stand by it still. Um. But. I think the lows and the in-betweens are like, I think the shit I have is without a doubt up to par better, you know, or better or everyone's taste is different, but this is a little, you know, the highs was bright and shiny and fun. And, you know, this, not to say these won't have those elements, but it's a little grittier, a little more raw and a little, you know, I just think it's, it's powerful. It'll be, it'll be really, really well received. So raw dog. Yep. Um, have you have we ever announced who's uh who else is opening on tour with us? Um Are we allowed to say? Yeah, we're not officially locked in. Um, but I we can. I mean Skis obviously is our guy, he's opening. Also, me and Skis are making some great records. Uh mm -hmm. Skis is making some great records. I think you guys will be fucking diehard fans of Skis, um, for real. And he's gonna be the first for the homies artist. Yeah. Um, and then Fresco Trey um, and Charlie on a Friday are both going to be on certain dates. Mm -hmm. um, and these guys are just young, talented guys that I, I, I met Fresco on tour with Post while I was traveling with Post for a while. Um, Is he electric feel? No, he was just connected to one of Post's good friends. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, he hadn't really even made put out songs yet but caught a vibe with him and mm -hmm. great kid and he's he's doing really well and then uh charlie on a friday also doing really well 
young kid. Yeah, he, he, has, a, he has a me. song, After Hours, that's starting to pop off a little bit. Yeah, they both yeah. have songs doing well, and mm -hmm. they're both just talented young kids. I think they'll have great careers, and we'll build with them, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah they're going to come out and help on some shows. I love when these younger guys come on the road with us. I mean, it's going to be even funnier now, because we're like 10 years into this. Yeah. We're fucking road dogs, and there's little puppies kind of like yeah. <laughs> hopping on for the first time. Yeah. That's <laughs> true, man. Like, yeah. we really are road, like, we've road dogs. We've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's weird because I'm a brand new artist now, technically speaking. Yeah. With the new art, this is the first tour yeah. of my. But you know, the whole like the whole like thing of tour, you know, the whole routine of tour. No, no like, I get it. We've just I'm, done it so I'm many saying times. That yeah. with that plus not touring in like three years, it feels brand new. Yeah. You know, but it's oh, yeah. like it feels like and the first it's like time. New music, and I'm also like a new person a little mm -hmm. bit. So it's like. It does feel, it feels like my first rodeo. It feels but, like the first time. Yeah. It feels like my first rodeo, but it's definitely not. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely not. I'm fucking psyched. I'm just counting down the days. It's coming up. It's so soon. It's less than two months. How many days? It's uh, it's the 19th it starts, and mm -hmm. today's, Mar yeah, so it's, uh, it's a month and 19 days. Whatever that is. It's like seven weeks. Less than seven well, weeks. It's not, what is, not March, yeah. It's, it's March not, 1 today. It's March 1 today. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucking close. Yeah, I'm excited. We're looking at like 50, 50 days. I'm so. already like acquiring outfits, acquiring a wardrobe for the whole time. You're going wardrobe, huh? Yeah, well, I keep it pretty simple on tour. I mean, people, I, you have it so tough because you have to like obviously have a different outfit every night because yeah. you're the artist. Uh, do I? Maybe I'll just. Maybe you repeat. don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping you switch over to my side because I keep it super easy. I, I wear the same shoes every night, the same jeans every night. Uh, and all I do, all I do is rotate out the socks, the underwear, the shirt. That's it. Yeah. That's so legendary. <laughs> and I can make, I, I mean, these are these Lululemon underwears. They can last three days. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they can I, last three for days. those listening at home, I wouldn't adopt John Kilmer's, uh, <laughs> I'm a survivor. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't adopt his tour hygiene, uh, dynamic. And don't leave any loose clothing on the bus because for lack of a better term, it's going to be used as a cum rag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lost a lot of good shirts out there lost a lot of good shirts out there yeah i won't be around on the bus much <laughs> i won't be around i'll be oh, in the hotel all right well we can leave it at that <laughs> yeah let's end there atomic habits <laughs> <laughs> yeah